Well, hello, everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Welcome to another new episode of the podcast. If you want to find out any more information about who we are, what we do, why we're doing what we're doing, you can visit secondstageministries.com. There's a whole bunch of information there from blog posts to the Morning Momentum series that we're doing. And all of that can be found on secondstageministries.com. So today... On this episode of the podcast here, we are starting a new series called The Storm. And in this series, we're going to just spend three weeks. We're going to look at two storm stories in the Bible that involve Jesus and his disciples. We're going to look at one of them each week. And then the last week, I'm going to share a personal story of a storm that I faced and still kind of am in, but not really. So you make sure you want to uh, tune in to that episode. But as I said, in the New Testament, we see the disciples experience two different storms. But I think looking at these two storms, we see two different ways to approach storms. Okay, So we all face storms in life, and I think that's the interpretive way of looking at this storm that we're going to be looking at, and then the other storm, is there's, there's storms of life that come up, right? And so when we look at the storms that we face, we can handle them a couple of different ways. And I think both of these are solid and good. So the first story comes from Mark chapter 4. And we see the first storm here. And Jesus has been teaching. They're tired. But he was going to go by water, you know, go in a boat, go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Because he kind of wanted to rest. He was kind of trying to um, go across. He was going to do more teaching, obviously. But the crowds kind of followed him along as they went. But needless to say, he was going to go across, kind of get some rest on the boat. And... The Bible says in Mark chapter 4, verse 37, it says, A furious squall came up, and waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Now this tells us that the storms of life can pop up suddenly. One moment it's blue skies and sunshine, and the next moment it's gray, dark, and raining, and we have no idea where it came from. It's like that diagnosis that comes out of nowhere, the sudden end to your marriage, the sudden job, uh, sudden loss of a job, the sudden loss of a family member. The storm is here, and it comes in hard, and out of nowhere, and just kind of leaves us yelling at God like the disciples did, hey, don't you care Hey, don't you care about me over here, God? And it just kind of gives us this approach to it, much like the disciples did. And we can say, hey, don't you care? Now, come on, I've been there, you've been there. And we just feel like sometimes God has turned his back for a second and our life falls to pieces or someone gets sick and it's like God just has turned away. But that's simply just not the case. God does care. And Jesus wasn't shocked by the storm. Jesus isn't shocked by your storm. It didn't catch him off guard. It doesn't catch him off guard. He hasn't turned his back for a second and everything get out of control. 
Jesus wasn't scared of the size of the storm either. He wasn't scared of the size of the storm. For the disciples, he's not scared of the size of our storms. Nothing takes him off guard. Nothing surprises him. Nothing is too big for him. Jesus wasn't scared, but the disciples were. But Jesus simply gets up. He doesn't yell at the disciples. He doesn't tell them that they're a bunch of cowards and you know, throw him overboard or anything. He just gets up and the Bible says he got up, rebuked the wind and the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. So it's like Jesus just gets up. He doesn't, like I said, yell at the disciples. He doesn't say anything negative to them. He just gets up and says, be still. Be quiet. And he calms the storm. Then he turns to his little group, right? He turns to the turns to the guys in the boat and he says, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And when we look at this, it's kind of like they were in, right, the boat with the one that not only made the boat but made the water it was sitting on and was in total control of everything the whole time. A lot of people will say sometimes when, even me, but maybe you, when you face a certain situation or a circumstance and you just kind of face it with, with, with faith, right? You face it, it doesn't trouble you, but other people are like, this should mess you up. This should trouble you. This should be a problem for you. And they try to get you ramped up, but it's just like, no, it's not. That's kind of how Jesus was. Jesus was asleep. Jesus was in the same exact storm that the disciples were in. They were panicking and he was sleeping. And oftentimes I run into that where I just, I just go to bed and there's storm all around me, right? And I just go to bed and sleep. And people are often like, well, how can you do that? Like, there's just so much going on. There's just this, all of this and that and everything else. And especially right now in the world, at the time of this episode recording, there's the virus that's running all over the place. And everybody's just like, how can you sleep? Why are you not panicked? What is going on? But you see, every storm that we face is a test of faith. Are we going to trust God and have faith that he's in control This is the lesson that Jesus wants us to learn. This is the lesson that he wanted his disciples to learn. Jesus isn't mad at us for being panicky. Jesus isn't mad at us for being upset. He's not mad at us for any of that. Because he understands that we're going to get scared. He understands that we're going to be panicky. It's our human nature. But the storms that we're facing was scary and so are the ones that they were facing. He just wanted them to have faith and trust that he was in control. And he wants the same for us as well. Whatever happens in our life, right? Whatever's going on, he wants us to know that he is in control. I think about Joseph and Job, but Joseph, like all that stuff that happened to him, 
like he was in a storm, I believe, until he got to where he was second in command in the nation of Egypt under Pharaoh. And I believe that Joseph was just in a constant storm this whole time. Betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery, betrayed by a, a guy that took him in named Potiphar, and betrayed by his him and his wife. And Joseph got accused of things that wasn't his, and then he got thrown into jail. Then he made some friends there, and then he was thrown, um, kind of, sorry, not thrown, but he was left in jail. Right, the the people that he met, who told him that they would free him and put in a good word to Pharaoh, didn't, and he was just left in jail and just this constant storm. But I don't recall that that maybe he did. It's not recorded, but Joseph just kind of waited it out. He knew God was in control. And that's what Jesus wants for us. He wants us to know that he's in control. And it's almost like when he looks at his disciples and he turns around, do you still have no faith? Do you still not trust me? Are you still not at that place yet? It's almost like he looks at us, he looks at us and he looks at his disciples and he goes like Jesus just saying, you guys, I've got it. I'm in control. You may be scared. You may think that I'm not with you or for you or all of that, but I am. I'm here. I've got it. I've got you in my hands I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, the Bible says. The Bible says, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. I will uphold you with my right hand. God's got us. God's in control. And Jesus, who made the wind and the waves, was just kind of like, guys... I've got it. I'm here. And that's what Jesus wants us to remember. That in the storms of life, he's here with us. And next week, the storm story that we're going to look at proves that even more. But right now, the the point that I think Jesus is making and the point that I think Jesus wants us to hear are the words, guys, I've got it.